This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcast's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed during this podcast. And as always, listeners, discretion is advised. Hey y'all. Good evening. How do? We're back with another episode. Back with another track. Episode 11. Could you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm tired. (laughs) I can't believe it. Yes, episode 11. We've been getting so much support. Oh my God. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, we love. We've been love, seeing love you guys. Thank you so much. Yes, it's been two months already. Could you believe? Really? It? Yeah, two months. It seems so much longer. Two months. Because <laughs> <laughs> we started in April, so you started before I started. The end of April, at that April thirtieth, I think was our first. You started before I started because I was sick and I sounded yes. A mess. I started. And then <laughs> I started, and then I was like, this will be so much more fun with my sister. The crazy one. Yeah, you are a little crazy. More than crazy, actually. I have my moments. Yeah. We all have our little craziness. But yeah, we're back with episode 11. Back and with another track. And it ain't whack. Sorry, I'm sorry. Look at that Today's episode, who is it going to be about? Ferdinand, where's Waldo Damara? Say, all right, Ferdinand, Waldo Damara. (laughs) They're going to confuse it with where's Waldo. And y'all, is his his name, is the real, the Waldo, like where's Waldo? Is his name Ferdinand Waldo? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, we need to look that up. Cause I could have sworn I saw that that was his uh, real name too, but you know, <laughs> I guess we should get back into the story. But he don't look nothing like him. But then again, no. But then he was—he pretty much was where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? I was always he was on the run, and so was he. Yes, yes. So let's get into it. Let's get into, get into it. it. Today's episode is going to be about Ferdinand Waldo Damara. Ferdinand, also known as Fred. Was born December 12, 1921. And that's debatable because he had... December 12th, December 21st, just December, just the year. Yeah. I guess back then they really didn't keep track like that. Yeah, in 1920s. So, that made him a Gemini. No, it did not. December? Wait, no, wait. Not a Gemini, a Sagittarius. Sorry, my bad. I'm thinking about. I don't know why I wrote Gemini right here. Oh, cause he he 
You ain't gotta explain it. Yeah. Let's just move on. Oh yeah, that's just move on. He was he was born in Lawrence, Massachusetts. And he lived in a lower West Hill neighborhood. Ferdinand's <laughs> Ferdinand's father worked in uh, as a motion pictures operator and it didn't really say much about his mother at all like at all did you um see anything about his mother I didn't see anything about his mother at all yeah I didn't hear anything about his uh mother or see anything about his mother uh his father became financially well off and lived in the upper Lawrence part of Massachusetts. His uncle actually owned several theaters in the Lawrence area, but during the Great Depression, Ferdinand's father became broke and moved to the poor section of the city. At the age of 16, Ferdinand ran away due to financial troubles and he joined a Trappist monk ministry. And for y'all that don't know what a Trappist monk ministry is, basically they're monks, but they vow on silence. They feel that speech is unnecessary and they only speak when absolutely necessary. <laughs> Y'all, my sister is blinking <laughs> like she's crazy. She so said she would communicate by blinking, and she just started blinking. And oh my god, she is crazy. How we need a YouTube channel? <laughs> I'm so done with you. But y'all, after two years, they said he wasn't fit to be a monk. I don't know if he was talking. That my that would be my sister because. I'll be like, it scared me. Because if you know her, she is. It scared me. Uh, very talkative. This is necessary. It will be day one, and you couldn't pass. When is the time to eat? <laughs> Where are we about to eat at? Oh my gosh. What are we eating today? Oh my gosh. So they sent him to Brothers of Charity Boys Home in Montreal, Canada. He was then trafficked to the Massachusetts location where he taught the fourth grade. How he taught the fourth grade, I don't know, but I'm sure he didn't have the credentials to teach for the fourth grade. <laughs> After running away from the boys' home, though, he joined the army in 1941. Did he teach teaching people? Though they transferred him to the Massachusetts location, and then he taught. Like, I'm sure he didn't get no teaching degree. He graduated high school? I don't know. The, I thought he, they said he, he dropped out. He might have dropped out. Lord. So, in 1941, he joined the Army. But in 1942, he bought his friend's name so he could go AWOL. His friend name was... His friend's name was Anthony Ignolia. Yes. Uh... Before all that, I do want to add that he first, I'm sorry, he first um, went ahead and uh, tricked a candy store clerk into giving him free chocolates when he was a little boy. And since then, 
he was been yes that was his first intrigued with official. scamming yeah yeah and tricking people yeah but with um after he adopted the anthony name he actually ended up meeting a friend from he had, no, actually, no, when he, back with, up. An, with Anthony Ignolia, that was his uh, alias name. Yes. He was in the military. He joined the lady of, sorry if I say this wrong, Gassomni, which is another Trappist monk ministry under that Anthony alias. But he ended up meeting a friend from the prior, uh, from the prior uh, monastery, and before they could tell on him, he he left. He left right after that. Um, before he could get found out. From there, he moved to another monastery. Then after that, he moved home, home because he just kept getting found out. His father tried to convince him to turn himself back in to the, um, to the military. But he said, no, I don't want to go back. But shortly after, he actually joined the Navy as a hospital corpsman, which is basically a, a medical specialist for the Navy. But when he did not go as far as he wanted to, he... Faked the suicide and became Robert Linton French. Robert Linton French then became a psychologist teacher. He even got the documents to prove that he was a psychologist. He had the birth certificate, the marriage license, the university degrees. Yeah. Um, and right. he studied uh, philosophy and ethics. And he actually excelled in, in that field and started teaching at the University of Erie in Pennsylvania. Yes, and I just wanted to add in that the real French, Dr. French, was actually a researcher at Yale. So he's copying off of a a real researcher at a real school, Yale, y'all, if that lets you know the capacity of the scam. <laughs> Yeah, and then he ended up getting bored with, you know, that teaching job. Then he moved to Los Angeles, where he worked as a medical assistant in a uh, sanitarium. Then he got bored with that and moved to Washington State and became a psychology teacher at St. Martin's University. Yes. But before that... He joined another monastery. Goodness, all these monasteries. Yes, he had an obsession with monasteries. I wonder what, like, if you, obviously, you, you, you're you not good enough to be in these monasteries. He's probably talking too much. He probably <laughs> was. And, but he always led back to those monasteries. This one, though, why he was kicked out of this one is because they had an argument about his cooking, his lack of cooking skills. <laughs> so, say, oh no! He always ended up starting an argument. That's when. It, that's why he would start arguments. It was not necessary to talk. <laughs> and they said, "Oh no, you gotta go. You talking? You talking too much? You starting arguments and you can't cook. Get out. You gotta go." <laughs> that's crazy. But after um, 
being in where was it? It was um Washington State. Yeah. Um, he got caught by the FBI and served eight months in eighteen months. Sorry, eighteen months. I got the number eight stuck in my head. <laughs> eighteen months in the uh was it San Pedro, California? For Bas- what, sis? So for basically, he served 18 months for leaving the Navy without them knowing. Oh, so yeah, he, got he caught. went AWOL. Yes, he went AWOL again. So now he went AWOL from the Army. Now the Navy. He said, I got to go AWOL. I need to go back to the monastery. <laughs> right. Like, what is up with him? <laughs> I really want to know what the monastery thing was about. Like, he really wanted to be... It's like he, he really wanted to become everything. A if you think about it, everything that he did, that he was not. Yes. Everything that he had, as in like title that he had, he actually excelled in it. But the one thing it seems that he really wanted to be was the monk. He couldn't. He couldn't get it. And I feel like he kept going back because maybe that's what he really wanted. That's what he really wanted. He wanted to prove to them. They kept telling him no. He said he wanted to prove to him that he actually could. And then he he probably really wanted to be one. Yeah. Yeah, he might have. So after he was caught by the FBI, he was released. And he became friends with a Joseph Sear. Joseph Sear, at the time, was practicing to be a doctor. So this became one of his biggest scams yet. He actually impersonated Sear's identity and became a trauma surgeon aboard the Kaiyua, which was a Navy ship during the Korean War. Now, he did this with no type of experience at all. Like, he was not no, he did not go to school to be a doctor at all. He managed to successfully perform major surgeries. He actually um, removed a bullet from one of the soldier's chest, and it was really close to that soldier's heart yeah and they survived that's crazy like i said he he did he was able to do what he needed to do but what he really wanted to do he couldn't he just couldn't get it yeah and they even said that he would go periodically throughout the surgery to go speed read a surgical book and then return back to the surgery and he he relied heavily on penicillin as well. I'm not going to lie. That's scary because it's people out here that still been getting caught with fake documentation that they can do surgeries and stuff. Right. And here we are going under the knife, putting our lives in what we have to. I mean, obviously you need surgery for a reason, but mm-hmm. that is scary. Now right. I think I'm a, the fact that y'all, I'm spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, nobody died doing none of his surgeries. Spoiler Thankfully. alert. Yeah, that's crazy. Because there are some ones where I listen to like doc, like uh, serial killer surgeons and stuff like that. Like I, the stuff that I listen to is just like, oh my gosh, like why? Why? But like with him, like he wasn't trying to hurt nobody. Nope. I think what it was was the thrill. And like a doctor, a surgeon, he's getting money. Yes. And recognition. Y'all, when your parents say, you know when you literally, your parents say, you could be anything you want to be, he took that seriously. Like, he took that to heart. And he actually became everything he said he wanted to be. 
Okay, so his most notable surgery was he performed 16 surgeries in a day. That's too much. 16 surgeries in a day. It's crazy. Saving lives and scamming at the same time. I mean, at least he was saving lives. He was. He was saving lives. Even if he wasn't technically trained to do so. Um, I did hear somewhere that he had a photographic memory too. Really? And maybe that is when, like, speed reading and then going to. But I'm sorry, the moment I like cut into you, and I know that I did not physically like do any type of training <laughs> for a certain amount of time, I'm like, uh, I'll be like, uh, y'all, I'm sorry, y'all. I this ain't me. I don't know what I'm doing. Did I cut them right? You know what? Just go ahead and call FBI. Just lock me up because. Take me down, cause I don't uh, got no degrees. Right after I cut, I'll be like, uh, "Y'all, uh, yeah, I don't he, know what I'm doing." Like, he did. <laughs> oh my um, god! Everybody sitting there looking at you, like, "What do you mean?" Just go ahead. Just hey, go they ahead. Call to, the cops. They used to call the, the police back then. Call the pokey. <laughs> I'm done. I, this ain't for me. This this ain't for me. Send me to the monastery. <laughs> so. Ferdinand actually ended up getting caught, but the captain was too embarrassed to <laughs> press charges, so they let they let him go. Now, I think he only got what probation. Yeah, he got. He only. Two, it was like short amount of time. It was like two months probation. I think it was two months probation. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? And then, like, he even decided to go ahead and. Do any public interviews and apologize. He was in Lifetime magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he did those apologies, that didn't stop him because in 1955 he went to Texas and took the name of Dr. Benjamin Benjamin Jones. Um, and sent a letter of acceptance for the correctional department. Like he got the job, but he sent it to the wrong department. Yes. So that department forwarded to the correctional department where he ended up becoming a lieutenant right so hint hint for anybody (laughs) for anybody wanting to uh get a good position and they really want that job so to send your application to the wrong department so they can transfer it to the right department and look like they referred you yeah because those words that were just said did not come from kai I'm just saying, you know, I ain't going down with you, sis. I ain't going down with you. I'm done. <laughs> but, but it worked, though. Yeah, but he, he did um, end up getting caught. But, and then he fled to Maine, where he went um, to be a teacher under the name of Martin Godgard. Mm-hmm. And he taught Latin and English. Mm-hmm. And this was in 1956. So he was only in Texas um, doing a lieutenant thing for like maybe a year. Mm-hmm. But remember, Look. but remember that interview yeah. that he the interviews he was doing with the magazine. One of the moms of the students recognized him. One of the moms of uh, Sear. Remember Sear, y'all. Sear was the doctor that was practicing to be a doctor. And well, I, she recognized yeah. him as a teacher. Was yeah. gave him like a glass of water or something. Was able to get his fingerprint. Got the fingerprint. Took it to the FBI. FBI came. And locked him up on February fifteenth, and placed him. Oh yeah, because he only got he only got placed on probation for that one for two mm-hmm. months, 
And that's because, you know, teaching without a license. But, uh... Yeah, and you're around kids. That's creepy. That is. That's really creepy. That's creepy. I mean, he... I don't... I just never said that he did anything wrong to... Right. He was out there saving lives, cutting people's arms off, and putting them back on. Yeah. But... You don't have no conditions to be around people's kids. <laughs> you don't have conditions to be around nobody at this point. Like, <laughs> it's like, here, there, everywhere. Where is Waldo? I mean, I know that's, we looked it up, that's not him. But, yeah. I mean, in the end, I mean, at the end of his life, I guess he got himself together because he saw that he really couldn't. Yeah, so Ferdinand became so big and publicized that he no longer could <laughs> scam nobody no more. Scam nobody. And also, this wasn't no small guy. He stood, he was big, he was brolic, and he, he like, he was really tall and he was really big, so you couldn't miss him. Big and tall. Yes, he was big <laughs> and tall. You could not miss him. So, um, later on, he actually ended up fi- founding a college, and the college was named La Menace College, and it was in Alfred, Maine, and um, this was actually in 1951, so that was before that whole teacher scam started. So he was funding colleges yes. and still scamming people. And you know what's funny? That college still exists. That's college right now. It's called Walsh College. I mean, that's good. I mean, he, he but I mean. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's, that's, he actually did some good, and he was also known for philanthropy, too. I think this is the first fraud scammer that yeah he scammed people but he was working hard he was working hard for them scams. he was actually putting in work 16 surgeries in one day then you gotta move to this state to that state to this country to that country then you teaching then you several different um monks monk residencies we're not gonna, we're not gonna count those monk residency stuff cause he really wanted to be that because in the end he ended up becoming a chapel a chaplain right at the hospital at a hospital Yes. And, you know, that's where he settled in. That's what he. Yep. He became a chaplet for a hospital. And later he actually even went as far as to become friends with Steve McQueen. And. And um, they also he got so big to the point where they made a book and a movie after him. It was called The Great Imposter. Oh, yeah. They first. um Robert, sorry if I say this wrong, Chitin made the book and the, they actually made the movie after the book and Tony Curtis played him. We'll watch that tonight, maybe. I'm probably going to You're not going to watch that tonight. No, I am going to watch. Y'all are going to be closed in a few mm-hmm. minutes after this. I'm either going to watch P-Valley or we were supposed to watch, um, why do I want to say Housewives? It's not Housewives. So that the celebrity thing because oh, I'm tired. Oh, the celebrity uh, college hill. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get to that, but so many shows I'm backed up on. So, but back to Ferdinand. Like, yes, his he did some good. He did some. Oh. Yes, and he actually explained how he was able to get away with these. Is he wouldn't. He said, never go, he never went for a second class position. So, for instance, 
a nurse to a doctor. So he will go for the doctor. He wouldn't go for the nurse. He will go for the head position of these things and take over that way and then excel at that. He wouldn't go for the lower position where he's working under somebody. But the so thing, he, the thing yeah. is with, with that is like, I would look into a doctor's credentials way more and deeper yeah. than I would a, like a nurse or... He aimed high, huh? <laughs> he aimed high. He said, I'm not... Why sure. not go big? Go big or go home. Right. <laughs> Even though nurses are, that's yeah, a really nice job. That is, but like, a doctor, yeah. like. You need a lot of schooling. Yeah. He said, forget that. I Remember like that one doctor? You got the more I'm going to look at, <laughs> dig into your, your stuff. Because there's so many people. I definitely people, research. Before I get a doctor, I do the research. There's so many people out here that get hired, hired on as uh nurses and doctors and dentists and these people dropped out of school and mm-hmm. especially back in the day surgical job doctor job nursing job and i know we on our fraud stuff but there was a, was a lot of nurses that was not really nurses a long time ago it was just out there and in people's lives because they was crazy mm-hmm. so like at least he helped people live I'm not gonna. It, he was it's actually kinda, lucky to help people like live because it could have like, went wrong. It's kind of like, okay, it's bad because you did wrong, but you saved lives, so it's kind of good. Yes. Um, Tina Tatter. I don't know what you know how I get. But passionate. it could have went bad. He just got lucky. Sixteen times though in one day. I bet you a I mean, regular surgeon can do that. He has somebody on his side, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the monks. The monks. Right, right. They, was... <laughs> they said, but you can't come back here. <laughs> right. But, I mean, so, I think this is the first one where I feel like, you know, yeah, you was wrong. Mm-hmm. But you did good. So, I don't know how to feel about it. So, I'm going to be quiet. I'm quiet. You going to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> So Ferdinand, his story ended basically. He started having a lot of health complications because, as I said, he was a very, very big dude. He actually ended up developing diabetes. He actually died June seventh, nineteen eighty-two, at sixty years old. He was young, young yeah. of heart failure and want- complication of diabetes so bad to the point where they said two of his legs had to be amputated. So I don't know if they amputated it and that happened before he died or that it was so bad to the point where it was. <laughs> my sister is dumb. Oh, my gosh. Had, it was so bad to the point where time. he had to get it amputated. But at the at the same at time, the death. because he was born in, 19, in 1921. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that was still like an average time of life for back then you know what but you know what when was 60 big... years old here research it real quick what's the life expectancy of 1921 dang when was big grandma born because she lived our great grandmother a... lived to 100 and she was born in 19 oh, she lived to be 120 i think she was born in 1920 i think she lived to be 102 years old i miss her but um what was that grandma that was born in 19 19- Grandma. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go research it. <laughs> the math wasn't math. <laughs> okay. What was the life? 
Okay. From nineteen twenties for a man. Oh my god! Oh, let me put twenties. Because he lives to be sixty. I mean, he he did a lot in that sixty years. Is it? Hold on. Let me. Oh, that is a small chart. Let me blow that up. He was born nineteen twenty one. Oh, actually, he lived the way he was supposed to be. Male. It says sixty. Sixty. So in nineteen twenty one, the life expectancy. Um. It says they live to be sixty. So, it's 61 for average. Yeah. How much for the female? 61.8. Girl, I'm about to look up uh, 1985. <laughs> no, stop. Because you'll be bugging me for the rest of the week, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to. We're going to keep it. But you got to put 2020. No. But <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's where his life ended. And, um, yeah. Tell me what y'all think about Ferdinand. Um, I'm going to live four years less than you. You going to be okay without me? For four years? You are four years older than me, so. That's what I said. We're not going to make it to see anybody's chart. Are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> you took hours to be quiet. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. You get on my nerves. I know. You wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. But tell me what y'all think about this one. Cause how do y'all feel like... I, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm still confused. Like, do y'all think that... He was doing all, this in all good, all in good faith. He was he, doing it. And he should be forgiven? I don't think he should be forgiven. Or... Because I, I mean, he was... Well, he did have some training in schooling for some of the stuff, but I think y'all. So I'm gonna end this by going down all the things he had. Thirteen different he had thirteen different jobs he did. So a naval surgeon, Mm -hmm. a civil engineer, a sheriff deputy, a prison warden, number four. A doctor of applied psychology. What? A hospital orderly. Number six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lawyer. Oh, that's fancy. A child care expert. Number eight. A Benedictine monk. Mm-hmm. A Trappist monk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, because he ain't making with that boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, editor. Mm. A cancer researcher. Oh, yeah. And his last. But not least, a teacher, which got him six months in prison for that one. But then he became a chaplain in a hospital. And then a chaplain for the hospital. But that was real, just like the monastery. That was real. The other one, but it says hospital orderly, so I think that's what that was. But none of these he actually was qualified for. Yeah, I think you have to be ordained. And obviously yes. he was ordained for these <laughs> things. <laughs> none of these he was qualified for, for so yeah. Tell us what you think about this. And this week, we don't have any scam stories. Nobody wrote us in our email or DM'd us. They don't want to be. (laughs) But we we don't, you know, we don't feature their name at all. We just read it off. And we delete them right after. So if anybody has gotten scammed, 
Have I gotten scammed recently? Somebody took my Facebook. That's a yes, scam. you got you been getting scammed a lot lately. They said, "Tell oh, your yeah. story." So I got <laughs> an email saying, "I know this and that and that about you. Send me this amount of money. If not, I'm going to send naked pictures of you on to your bosses and to your Sorry. Facebook." And it said your pa- and I know your password. Your password is da 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 da. I was like, but well, that ain't my password. I don't know who these people are. Well, eventually, I don't know what happened or if I posted something that somebody got offended of. But my Facebook got shut down for thirty days, and then like I wanted to um, dispute it. And then they were thirty two. They said my <laughs> my Facebook was shut down permanently. And at this point in time, in a moment. People like, let's go ahead and make another one. I'm so used to not having Facebook. No, but I got my, my Instagram. I got my Snapchat. I got my TikTok. I don't use it. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I want to say what I want to say about Facebook, but you know, I, <laughs> I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, that's crazy. Because <laughs> first it was your phone number. Oh, yeah, my phone number. Then your email. And then your then your Facebook. So it was and like I'm a, like, what they want? Look, you, oh, you want money? Maybe I, I got kids. They found out we was doing a fraud. Uh, let me not say too no, that, much. I'll be next. That, that was before. <laughs> that was even before the fraud thing. I was like, what? That's wild. Crazy to me. But I actually got my email. I actually got my um, not email um, Instagram hacked, but I got it back because I'm very computer literate. So you know, I got in there and got my stuff back. But yeah, somebody tried to hack my and take over my Instagram That's before. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they even changed they changed my username, my picture, everything. It said, "I'm a man, Nana." I know. But... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you are best. <sighs> but yeah, thank you all for listening to us. We appreciate all. Of y'all. All of y'all. All of y'all. Every single last one of y'all. Y'all have a great day, a good night, wherever you're at, whatever time it is. Yes. Enjoy life. Yep. Bye-bye. And we'll be back oh. next week. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.